there are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power Dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Nuclear explosions are caused by weapons such as H-bombs or atom bombs. They are like ordinary explosions, only many times more powerful. They cause great heat and blast. They also make a cloud of deadly dust, which falls slowly to the ground. This is what is called fallout. In my mind, real visceral fear of nuclear war just seems so 20th century. Yes, I am showing my privilege, but I think of old black and white videos of duck and cover drills. Of children hiding under their desks in their school classrooms with their heads down. Of mushroom clouds and guys with nasally accents warning me about the threat of communism. You are the target of those who would trample the liberties of free men. You are in the crosshairs of the bomb site. An enemy is centering on you. You are a citizen of the free world. A citizen of the United States of America. And the sanctity of U.S. democracy. I think of the Cold War and a time when segregation was the norm and people were free from the soul-sucking grasp of social media. But I know that's a skewed perspective. It's not just a problem of the past. It could still happen within our lifetime. Not saying that in an alarmist way, just in a realistic way. That's a scary proposition, and it always has been. But the violence of war is justified by those who wage it. The message is, the path toward justice or peace will be littered with casualties, and that nuclear destruction may be the price we have to pay to reach that end. Many people support the use of nuclear weapons if they believe it will save lives of people in their own nation or in their favored group. 
And even when the threat of nuclear war looms, the issue is not top of mind for many people, and they don't take action to try to prevent it, sometimes because it's not clear whether their action would even make a difference. But some people have rejected the encouragement of nuclear warfare, compelled to political action in order to protect human rights. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and this is Unpopular, a podcast about people in history who didn't let the threat of persecution keep them from speaking truth to power. Andrei Dmitrievich Sahrov was born into a family of relatively well-off intelligentsia in Moscow in 1921, the year before the Soviet Union was established and Stalin became General Secretary of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union. His father was a physicist who wrote textbooks and taught at the Lenin Pedagogical Institute, and his mother took care of the family. Andre was educated at home by his father and private tutors, perhaps due to his parents' distrust of schooling and standards of Soviet education, until he was about 13 when he started going to school. But Andre continued learning outside of school, developing an interest in science fiction and science books, photography, and physics. In 1938, he enrolled in the physics program at Moscow State University. Three years later, Germany invaded the Soviet Union. At this point, physics students began contributing to the war effort. Andre extinguished bombs, repaired radio equipment for the army, and invented a magnetic device for finding shrapnel and injured horses. While other physics students were accepted into the Air Force Academy, Andre did not pass his medical exam. Instead of going into military service, he was moved with the remaining university students and faculty to Ashgabat in Central Asia, where he finished his studies. He graduated with honors in 1942. Andre turned down an opportunity to go to graduate school and study theoretical physics, opting to work at a cartridge factory in Olyanovsk, a city on the Volga River. Soon, he was transferred to the Central Laboratory's metallurgical department, where he met his first wife and created a method for testing the armor-piercing steel cores of 14.5-millimeter bullets for anti-tank guns. But in 1945, the same year the world's first atomic bombs were dropped over Japan, Andre decided to return to physics and began graduate work at the P.N. Lebedev Institute of Physics of the Soviet Academy of Science. There, he worked under Russian physicist Igor Tam, who went on to receive the 1958 Nobel Prize in Physics jointly with his colleagues for discovering Cherenkov radiation. He produced scientific papers and gave lectures on nuclear physics and electricity, and he earned his candidate of Doctor of Science degree, similar to a doctorate, for his research into cosmic ray theory in 1947. Andre had turned down invitations to work on the Soviet atomic bomb project twice, choosing to continue working with Tam. But as fate would have it, he would soon begin working on bombs anyway. In 1948, he and Tam co-authored a paper that outlined a principle for the magnetic isolation of high-temperature plasma, the last the mainstream science world heard from them for two decades. As the Cold War geared up and the Soviet Union prepared to go up against U.S. nuclear power, Tam and his team, including Saharov, were pegged to help research the feasibility of a thermonuclear bomb, the hydrogen bomb, 
or H-bomb, nicknamed the Super Bomb, was the next step in the evolution of nuclear weapons. Saharov helped develop the first Soviet thermonuclear bomb. Realizing the so-called Truba design that the Soviets were initially working off of for the H-bomb was problematic, he proposed a new design known as Sloika, or layer cake as it's been translated. In this design, alternating layers of deuterium and uranium would be placed between the fissile core of an atomic bomb and the surrounding chemical high explosive. Another of TAM's students, Vitaly Ginsberg, built on this design. Saharov was also instrumental in the conceptualization of the Takamak reactor, a device that can produce controlled thermonuclear fusion power. In 1950, the H-bomb team was transferred to what was known as the Installation, a research and development center in a secret Soviet city. On August 12, 1953, a layer cake model hydrogen bomb was detonated. Saharov was honored with full membership in the Soviet Academy of Sciences with the first of three Hero of Socialist Labor medals he received and with a Stalin Prize, a huge salary, and a country house. And he went on to do more work on the H-bomb, making major contributions to the design used in the Soviet H-bomb tested in 1955. Throughout all this time, he was improving the H-bomb, he was convinced that his work would help defend the Soviet Union and prevent a nuclear war. He maintained a perspective of socialist idealism and thought this was a path toward peace. He felt it was essential work. I couldn't ignore how horrible and inhuman our work was, but the war that had just ended was also inhuman. I wasn't a soldier in that war, but I felt like one in this scientific and technological war. He said that it was psychological, that the work made it seem like all the sacrifices they had made and devastation they had suffered through the Second World War was not for naught. But in the late 1950s, the potential consequences of atmospheric nuclear testing began to weigh on his conscience, leading to a complete 180 in his beliefs about nuclear weapons. We'll be right back after this quick break. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. The best things in life, they come in twos. Two scoops of ice cream, two tacos. And now for a limited time, get our best deal of the year. Buy any phone when you switch to Consumer Cellular and get two months of service free. That's right, the same fast, reliable nationwide coverage as Big Wireless, now with two months free. Proof the best things in life really do come in twos. Visit ConsumerCellular.com or call 1-888-FREEDOM. Second and third month of monthly base service fee waived for new customers with the purchase of a phone and activation by July 31st, 2024. Taxes, fees, and third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. 
He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. The ethics of the work Andrei Saharov and everybody else working on nuclear bombs was doing is sticky stuff. The morality of building and constantly refining a weapon specifically made to kill hundreds of thousands of people in service of political goals is questionable, regardless of a person's intent. I mean, the topic of the ethics of war as a whole is a can of worms that you probably don't want to open at a dinner table. Saharov's thermonuclear research does have more practical applications and peaceful uses. But I think it's fair to say that Saharov's work, despite the brainwashing influence of Soviet propaganda and Saharov's noble intentions, was not the most honorable and decent work. At the bottom line, he would be implicated in thousands of potential deaths and all the other health and environmental effects nuclear weapons have. It's hard to change our minds on big issues and things we feel strongly about, let alone change other people's minds. Climate change, for instance, is pulling people in different directions right now. Some say the world is changing as it always has, while others believe we're living in the Anthropocene, a new epoch where humans are causing major change on the climate and environment. A 2018 Pew Research Center survey showed that in most of the 26 countries surveyed, majorities saw climate change as a major threat to the nation. At the same time, many people in those countries saw climate change as a minor threat or no threat at all. And in the U.S., there is a wide gap between Democrats and Republicans on the issue, with Republicans being way less likely to say climate change is a major threat. All that's to say that opinion can be split on an issue even when a scientific consensus has been reached. In this case, that human activities have caused climate change, especially when the issue goes beyond disagreement over facts and into the territory of politics and emotions. Still, people's opinions do shift. As a study out of Yale and George Mason universities showed, people changed their minds about global warming for a number of self-reported reasons, but mainly because they experienced the impacts of it, because they took it more seriously, and because they became more informed on the issue. Everybody thinks they're right. Everybody has an opinion. No one reads anymore. Everyone's divided. The internet's making us stupid. No one thinks for themselves. Tribalism, yada, yada, yada. I can be that grumpy, get-off-my-lawn person if I want. The fact is, we're capable of switching our tunes and reaching new conclusions on issues over our lifetime. And when it comes to challenging other people to think differently and opposing accepted values and systems, it is possible to get people to evaluate their beliefs and potentially change them. Even when it's about super controversial issues like warfare and weapons of mass destruction. 
Hungarian-American physicist Edward Teller, dubbed the father of the hydrogen bomb, claimed that the U.S. had developed a so-called clean bomb with a negligible amount of radioactivity. He claimed that the dangers of radioactive fallout from such bombs was equivalent to being an ounce overweight or smoking one cigarette every two months. Most of the physicists at the installation agreed that radioactive fallout was not an issue that anyone needed to really worry about. In 1957, Igor Kurchatov asked Andre to write an article denouncing the clean bomb without talking about regular thermonuclear weapons. But Andre went beyond the political and propagandistic aims of the assignment in his 1958 journal article. Based on his calculations made using available biological data, a megaton blast from a clean H-bomb would create enough radioactive carbon to kill 6,600 people over 8,000 years. That assessment was pretty similar to Teller's, but framed differently. Rather than minimize the effect on human lives, Saharov's numbers emphasized that people were actually going to die because of the fallout, not just have days chopped off of their lifespan. The more testing of H-bombs, the more people would die, and people should not take lightly their responsibility in this harm. What moral and political conclusions must be made from these numbers, he wrote. Stopping tests, he said, would save thousands of lives and reduce international tensions. The Soviet government had called for a temporary moratorium on nuclear tests, and that moratorium lasted for about two and a half years. But in 1961, when Soviet leader Nikita Khrushchev revoked the moratorium, Saharov objected. He argued that starting testing again would not do much for them technically, but he had next to no Soviet support. Still, Saharov obeyed orders from Khrushchev to start preparations for testing. He headed the development of the 50-megaton so-called SAR bomb. Tested in October of 1961, it was the most powerful bomb ever exploded on Earth. Saharov began to feel a personal and professional responsibility for preventing the harms of fallout. He believes that, in his words, atmospheric nuclear testing was a crime against humanity and no different than pouring deadly germs into a city water reservoir. He tried unsuccessfully to prevent the testing of two bombs in 1962, but his efforts to stop atmospheric nuclear testing did pay off. Saharov, with the help of his colleague Viktor Adamski, proposed the idea of a partial ban. In 1963, the U.S., Great Britain, and the Soviet Union signed the Limited Test Ban Treaty, which banned the testing of nuclear weapons in outer space, the atmosphere, and underwater, but let tests continue underground. Saharov stayed at the installation, which he said would allow him to continue his work in banning testing. But he began focusing on fundamental science again, publishing papers on cosmology. He supported people who faced political discrimination and persecution. And he continued to write about nuclear disarmament, intellectual freedom, and the need to establish civil liberties in the Soviet Union. When anti-ballistic missile defense became a key issue in U.S.-Soviet relations, Saharov advised Soviet leaders to accept an American proposal for a moratorium on the defenses. He feared the technology would incite an arms race and undermine the stability that mutually assured destruction brought. He asked to publish his argument in the Soviet press, but leadership denied that request. 
1968, he self-published an essay called Reflections on Progress, Peaceful Coexistence, and Intellectual Freedom, circulating it in an underground typewritten format. The essay spread to other countries. In the essay, Saharoff called for disarmament and warned people of the threats humanity faced. Those included thermonuclear extinction, ecological catastrophe, famine, an uncontrolled population explosion, alienation, and dogmatic distortion of our conception of reality, as Saharoff put it. He denounced Stalinism and criticized repression in the Soviet Union. He promoted the convergence of communist and capitalist systems in a form of democratic socialism, as well as cordial relations between the U.S. and Soviet Union. And he emphasized the importance of freedom of opinion. Intellectual freedom is essential to human society. Freedom to obtain and distribute information, freedom for open-minded and unfearing debate, and freedom from pressure by officialdom and prejudices. Such a trinity of freedom of thought is the only guarantee against an infection of people by mass myths, which, in the hands of treacherous hypocrites and demagogues, can be transformed into bloody dictatorship. Freedom of thought is the only guarantee of the feasibility of a scientific democratic approach to politics, economy, and culture. But freedom of thought is under a triple threat in modern society, from the deliberate opium of mass culture, from cowardly, egotistic, and philistine ideologies, and from the ossified dogmatism of a bureaucratic oligarchy and its favorite weapon, ideological censorship. Therefore, freedom of thought requires the defense of all thinking and honest people. Let's take a quick break. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. 
Overwhelmed by mess in your pickup bed? Upgrade with the decked drawer system. It's completely redesigned. Accommodate more gear in larger drawers. Extend effortlessly and keep your equipment clean and dry. Secure your loads with integrated D-ring tie-downs. Optimize your truck bed space. Proudly made in the USA. Lockable and compatible with any truck from the past 20 plus years. Simple online ordering and easy installation. Visit deck.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Get decked. Truck bed storage, toolboxes, and accessories. The essay got lots of attention in the Soviet Union and abroad. After its publication, Saharov was banned from all military-related research. He turned to theoretical physics and human rights work. In 1970, he and other Soviet dissidents formed the Moscow Human Rights Committee. He wrote texts criticizing the Soviet government that earned him international recognition. After his wife died, he remarried to a doctor named Yelena Bonner, who was also an activist. Saharov spoke out on many different issues of human rights, from the exile of the Tatar people of the Crimea to the government's use of punitive psychiatry. As he became known more for his activism, the Soviet Union and the press expressed their discontent with Saharov and his actions. Members of the Soviet Academy of Sciences signed open letters that denounced him. Newspapers published letters attacking him. Still, in 1975, Saharov won the Nobel Peace Prize for his human rights activism in opposition to the abuse of power. The Soviet Union refused to give him permission to travel to Norway to get the prize, so his wife got it for him. When Saharov publicly opposed the 1979 Soviet invasion of Afghanistan and called for a boycott of the Olympics in Moscow, the Soviet Union responded by stripping him of his honors and exiling him in Gorky, a city on the Volga River, and cutting off his contact with friends and colleagues. He remained there for seven years, subject to surveillance and harassment by the KGB, or Soviet secret police. Bonner was also banished to Gorky for her anti-Soviet activities. During his time in exile, Saharov wrote memoirs and appeals for persecuted human rights activists. He also wrote essays that were published in the Western press and went on hunger strikes in protest of the Soviet government's actions. In December of 1986, With the new policy of perestroika, or moderate political and economic restructuring, Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev let Bonner and Saharov return to Moscow. Saharov began traveling abroad and meeting with politicians. In 1989, he was elected a member of the first Congress of People's Deputies, representing the Academy of Sciences, and his honors were restored. Saharov continued to advocate for human rights and Soviet reform until he died of a heart attack on December 14, 1989, in Moscow. Andrei Saharov's story is far from a tale of lifelong commitment to human rights, fearless resistance, and perfect human decency. It's not quite the tale of the apathetic, cruel Grinch growing his heart to three times its original size, either— But his story does have a reversal worthy of any well-written biographical drama. Saharov had a hand in the production and testing of weapons that would do harm to and kill a lot of people. He continued to work in the military-industrial complex, even as his advocacy for peace, human rights, and disarmament grew. 
His willingness to think and reevaluate the work he was doing and its consequences led to him using the power and privilege he had to fight for human rights and speak out against Soviet ideology and actions. Saharov's dissidence took time to develop, but the outcome was a person who promoted peace and progress and inspired political change. What Saharov's evolution can show us is that drastic changes in thought and action are not impossible. Education, critical thinking, and awareness of actionable solutions can spark a consciousness that empowers people to question values and systems that may be ripe for change. Our producer is Andrew Howard. Holly Fry and Christopher Hasiotis are our executive producers. And you can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you are so inclined, you can send us an email at unpopular at iHeartMedia.com. We'll be back next week with another episode of Unpopular. of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com. Overwhelmed by mess in your pickup bed? Upgrade with the decked drawer system. It's completely redesigned. Accommodate more gear in larger drawers. Extend effortlessly and keep your equipment clean and dry. Secure your loads with integrated D-ring tie-downs. Optimize your truck bed space. Proudly made in the USA. Lockable and compatible with any truck from the past 20 plus years. Simple online ordering and easy installation. Visit decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Get decked. Truck bed storage, toolboxes, and accessories.